This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. This eternal Father in speaking to us, speaks to us from a place of redemption. Redeeming us from what has hurt us, from what has wounded us, from what has offended us, afflicted us, compromised us, changed us, so that what we should hold in fear, we are familiar with. Like I said earlier on, some of us are so familiar now with God as our Father that we ourselves have become the familiar spirits in the place of our worship. We are the ones who have become so familiar that we have diminished glory to a form that denies the power of love. Because the power of God is not Holy Ghost fire that kills, but Holy Ghost love that heals. This Father that we are called to reverence, perfecting holiness in the fear of God, in the fear of the Father of love, perfecting that which separates us unto him, makes us more intimate with him, makes us more personal in our personal space of grace with him. Because it's a personal space of grace. By grace, through faith. That's how we are saved. That's how we are received. That's how we are just brought into his everlasting arms of love and laughter. Because where God's love is, God's laughter is. And where God's laughter is, he's putting in derision every heathen tongue that has sat to take counsel against you and against me. His fear is his reverence that we consecrate with our lives. Our lives. Your life. My life. Individually and together as a family of faith. As a community of faith. As a people. Sons and daughters of his righteous love. You see, God is not a religion. This faith we have is not religion. It's a lifestyle. It's a style by which we live, by which you and I move our mobility and have our human expression as human beings. This Father's love requires a reverence. It requires a devotion, not a familiarity. What we are familiar with, we do not embrace as grace. We take it for granted and we miss the very quality of existence that we have been given that we have been blessed with by the Father's love. Jesus came into Capernaum in Matthew 8 and verse 5. 
And there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. And saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldst come under my roof. But speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority. Watch that. He didn't say I'm a man of authority. See the humility. See the reverence. See the protocol of even communicating with Jesus. I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. He didn't say I'm a man of authority. With 100 soldiers. No. I say to this man, the tone, the language we are hearing here. He says, go and he goeth. To another come and he cometh. And to my servant do this and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, what did Jesus hear? He heard many things, but it is qualified as it. What was the it that Jesus heard when the centurion spoke? He heard it. And he marveled and said to them that followed him, as we would say in our own lingua, wonderful, verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, 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 not in all Israel. And he didn't stop there. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down like we are seated with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the kingdom, the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. And there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. God forbid it so by reason of that which we hear today and we have seen. Children of the kingdom cast out because of an it that they have missed. You will not miss it. This it, what is it? This it that caused Jesus to marvel as a centurion gave him his resume with all humility. What was it? It was reverence. This Gentile centurion reverencing me. What was his revelation? But that which brought the centurion to Jesus was the it. That which gave the centurion the tone of reverence, of awe, was it. It was the heart of love for his servant. That great man of influence was influenced by something other than title, position, wealth, power. He had been influenced by a servant's service. And his love for that servant Watching him in such a grievous, painful state of affliction 
made him put everything aside to go and seek one. And when he came, he didn't come as a big man. He came laying it all down and saying, literally, not that I'm nothing, but I'm not worthy. And by reason of this, this reverence, this fear, this recognition, but this submission because of love, Jesus said, I hear you. And in that same hour, his servant was healed. There's something pastor in this teaching has told all of us, and I just want to mention it again. It doesn't take time. It takes God. Once we get fear right, that thing in our lives that has been boasting like a Goliath will suddenly crumble and become a nothingness because fear of God creates an immediate impact and force of the supernatural in working power of the faith of God. God is faithful, more than faithful to accomplish what concerns us each day. He is so faithful, oh, more than faithful, and he can handle anything that's in our way. This God is faithful, oh, he's so faithful, and he can do much more than we could ever dream. This God is faithful, more than faithful. He will handle everything that comes to challenge you and me. The challenger of your life and mine hasn't seen your fear of God yet. When we fear him enough, we will cast every care over. When we fear him enough, our fear of God will suspend every other fear. I was flying once and I had a scenario and I, I told the, the, the captain, I'm sorry, um, you've had a challenge with this airplane. I, I don't have the confidence to continue with this flight. We're in Lagos. Please let me. And he said, he was really angry. He came out of the cockpit and he said, Madam, I have been flying for so many years. Do you think I want to risk my life? Of course, tragedy for my family. I say it's okay for us to fly. I said, I don't doubt it. And I'm sorry. I'm not questioning the fact that you are competent. But I'm, 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 I'm just afraid. And he said he's going to give me that, that, that it's not allowed because they shut the door. But um, he would give me some time. He said, he said, like 10 minutes. I said, okay. And I sat there, the whole plane waiting on the tarmac. And myself and the Holy Spirit started to have a discussion. 
And I said, Holy Spirit, please help me. I'm sorry, I'm afraid, because you've taken me through this journey before. About not being afraid to fly. I'm sorry. You know, Nigeria, we're a country that has been traumatized by these issues. So I'm, I'm, I'm just being real with you now, you know. I'm, I don't know, you, you test a car on the road when you have a mechanical fault. I don't know this thing of testing the plane in the air. I'm, I don't know. I'm, this is just the truth. Well, I'm telling this how I speak to him. And this was just me there. And then he said, you fly by faith and not by sight. And I told the captain, we are flying. We fly by faith. You come to a place where your fear of God. And I was having my last baby, my baby girl. I never intended to get pregnant. My last child was my last son. And then I found I was with child. For which pastor, God bless him, the father of my children, said, I warned you about that contraceptive matter. Uh, I took it three days after the fact. And then I found I was with child. And I'd had challenges with the last two, well, with all of them in particular. And the last one in particular had come for my life and God brought me back. Those who know that testimony. So for me to find myself pregnant again, this time the devil said, this time I'll get you. I mean, he told me plain. But there was something the Lord brought to me also. And he asked me a simple question. Which fear is greater in your life? Your fear of dying or your fear of me? That settled it for me. I fear God more than I fear death. It, it just settled it. That let me fear God more than I fear dying in childbirth. And when I was having her, I never got to say, God, I fear you. God, I fear you more. I was saying it like that. But it was all he needed. My profession and confession and communication of faith. Confess it even if you are shaking. Say, I fear God. Above this fear of failure. This fear of accusation. This fear of libel. Whatever that fear is that is boasting in your life. That is causing you commotions, depressions, aggravation, provocation. You name it. Take the fear of God and stamp it over that fear and say, I fear God. But and I fear you. Say it weeping. Say it crying. But say it. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of your breakthrough. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of your deliverance. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of that new thing. You thought you were finished, but all you needed to do was bring out the fear of the Lord. Luke 12, 32. Fear not, little flock. For it is your father's good pleasure, his pleasure, your treasure. To give who? You, the kingdom. What is the kingdom? Righteousness, peace, joy, and the Holy Spirit of God directing you. 
He says, sell all that you have. It doesn't mean, no, it's going to make me wretched and poor. No, 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 no. What he's saying is, deal with the things that hold you like idols. Let them go. God is into quality transaction. He knows what you've got to give up so they can fill you up. He had to show me something. He said, Dio, when I have you emptied out, I don't need you when you're full. I need you when it's just a remnant left of you. Then I can pour myself in. And when God pours himself in to all that is left, you will overflow. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of your breakthrough. Verse 34, Luke 12 says, For where your treasure is, where your treasure, fear, the fear of God, make it your treasure. Where your treasure is, your heart will also be. And he keeps his heart in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him, who does not stray like the prodigal. He will keep you. He will preserve you. He will reserve for you that which hid in Christ. No crisis can take from you. That more abundant life, whatever you've gone through, that looks like you've just been wiped out. Believe me, hid in Christ is the overflow. Hid in Christ is the redemptive reward. You're going through what you're going through. Not to break down, but to break through. Let your fear of God, not of that situation, not of that accusation, let your fear of God be perfected in holiness. Separate yourself. Train yourself daily to walk in that next step that just brings you closer. To walking in love with him over and over and over and over again. To just staying in step with him over and over and over and over again. And you'll find it gets sweeter and better as the days go by. Oh, what an overflowing joy for you and I. But it must get better and better. Only when we walk closer and closer and closer in his fear, perfected in holiness. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. When we find his good pleasure, we find his good treasure. You say, how? He says, ask. For every one of us, there is a how for you that God prepared with you in mind. There is a how for your breakthrough that is distinct and different for the how for my breakthrough. But it is there. It is there. We must run with patience. Yesterday I heard it said, isn't it interesting? We say you run, but with patience. How do you run with patience? You're supposed to run to win a race. Everything running, but he says, run with patience because I've given you your own lane. You're not competing with nobody. I've preserved for you your victory. 
All I need you to do, all I need from you, as you run on your tracks, is my fear perfected in holiness. His treasure, his pleasure. In me, in you, in the church. When we find his good pleasure, we will find his good treasure. Luke 11, 9 to 13. Ask, it shall be given you. Seek, you shall find. Knock, knock, knock. Your opportunity and breakthrough will open up for you. For everyone that asks receives. He that seeks will find. To him that knocketh, it shall be opened. See, he goes on to say in verse 11. If a son shall ask bread of his father. Daddy Jasper, will you give me a stone? If he asks for fish, who will give a serpent? If ye then, being evil, disobedient in doing what you should do, because evil is not witchcraft or sorcery or divination, it's just our disobedience. Please understand this. The evil that contends with the fear of God in our lives is not one generational curse. It's not one spirit of witchcraft or divination. No, it's our disobedience. We are just not walking in obedience to the command of God. But when we say we love him as a child will love their father, you will walk in obedience to his commandments. Then is fear made perfect. In holiness. If I say I'm separated unto the Lord and I live a life that does not consecrate God in fear, I have a form of godliness, no demonstration. I just look like Him, but no content. He says, verse 13. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father ask the Holy, give the Holy Spirit to them that do what? Ask him. This fear of the Lord does not come of our own compulsion. It comes by the power of the Holy Spirit. God was showing me, he said, you see, just like Mary, when the main angel came to meet Mary, and she said, but how shall this thing be? How shall it be you and I, the whole church, all of us here, shall just translate to a people who fear God, not terrorized, but are walking in that compassion and complete service and yielded beautiful submission to him. He said, tell them to ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit and I will perfect that fear in them. The angel said, no, 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 no. Mary, it's not you. Something is about to happen. Something is about to happen. Like pastor said, it doesn't take time. There's just one encounter. It's going to happen. And that Holy Spirit, when he overshadows you, that which shall be found in you, that which shall be conceived in you, the fear of the Lord that shall be perfected in us, found in us by reason of the Holy Spirit. The fear of the Lord, Psalm 111, is the beginning of wisdom. And a good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. When we have his fear perfected in us, we have understanding. They said an understanding is to depart evil. You will just find that you will depart from doing what is contrary to what pleases God. 
Nobody will tell you. On your own, you will stop going there, meeting that person, seeing that you will stop undressing yourself. You yourself will begin to package the market of God's glory. This is our God and his work in us. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of your breakthrough. It is called wisdom and the knowledge of the holy by the Holy Spirit is understanding. Ecclesiastes 2 verse 26 says, God gives to a man that is good in his sight wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner, to the disobedient, he gives travail to gather and to heap up that he may give to him that is good before God. Ah, this also is vanity and a vexation of spirit. I want to conclude here. Trying to walk in the fear of the Lord in our own strength will only produce self-righteousness. But when we are truly yielded to the leading and the power of the Holy Spirit, we will manifest the pleasure of God and we will walk in his fear in Jesus' name. Romans 8 says, as many of us as will allow ourselves to be led by the Holy Spirit of God, we will manifest as sons of God in whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning because we walk in the fear of the Lord in Jesus' name. Father Lord, we honor you. Four lifestyle expressions where we have the fear of God. Faith, excellence, appreciation, and reverence. In that place of faith, we please God. In that place of excellence, the excellency of praise belongs to him. In that place of appreciation and giving thanks to God, we perfect his will. And where we reverence him, we truly walk in his fear. People who walk in fear of God are people who walk in faith, exemplifying the acts of God in righteousness, peace, and the joy of the Holy Spirit. That which God has purposed in us is very simple. That we will consecrate his fear and become not terrorists bringing Holy Ghost fire to attack our world but people who bring love with Holy Ghost love to heal our world in Jesus name and to serve our generation Father Lord we honor you we thank you for that which in speaking to us today is a priceless gift by wisdom and revelation for causing us to walk in the truth that will truly make us free from every intimidation of fear and every confrontation of situations, conditions and scenarios that attack us and oppress us. Father, you know our personal issues. You know where we are bleeding. But for everyone here, whatever this season Maybe, Father Lord, give us by that which you are speaking to us out of your pleasure. 
a heart that sits with you that we may truly embrace the reverence and awe of who you are and how you love us eternal rock of ages we thank you that as our rock we are hid in your cleft we are not apart from you but our lives are hid in Christ the anointing and the anointed one and in you the father of love we submit to you today as a church and I tender every life and destiny here every family every individual person under the sound of my voice now let it be as your voice the voice upon waters upon every life you know the deep things oh God and Lord even as you know that man who is crying out Father deliver him rid him draw him out of many waters and bring him to a place of standing in your fear and testifying of your marvelous works who are you today that needs to just very simply rededicate, reconsecrate or just come to Jesus as an act of love and his service demonstrating your fear refreshed revived a fresh fear for a fresh beginning because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom anyone here even now desiring a prayer for that grace to be triggered again to be ignited again the fear of the Lord the beginning of wisdom a new walk a new way a new breakthrough a new day are you here? anyone for one he will leave the 99 anyone anyone thank you Jesus thank you Jesus we honor you Jesus Lord I come to you let my heart be changed and renewed flowing from the love the love we find in you Lord we've come to see the weaknesses in me in you will be swept away by the power of your love I don't want to go journeying in that song but just to say the power of the love of God is the power of his fear made perfect in you and in me in Jesus name Amen Father we honor you dwell with us walk in us be our God we are your people we receive you be our father we are your sons we are your daughters we give you praise in Jesus name Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah
We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.